Welcome to the Purple Butterfly Podcast. I am Danielle, licensed clinical social worker, self-care coach, and host of the Purple Butterfly Podcast. This podcast is not a substitute for professional mental health services and is for education and information purposes only. This episode is sponsored by Inner Me Self-Care Coaching. Are you a female business owner, a professional working mother who is overly stressed and feeling burnt out? Do you often tell yourself you need one more hour in the day? Is saying no to tasks you do not enjoy difficult, leaving you feeling exhausted and resulted in you being last on your list of priorities? Do you feel guilt when engaging in self-care or feel that you are being selfish? If you answer yes to any of those questions, the Inner Me Self-Care Coaching Program is for you. If you are ready to evolve your life with more clarity, purpose, and a sustainable and achievable self-care plan, our one-on-one coaching program is for you. Our program combines mindset, soulful self-care, and behavioral activation to help you reduce feeling overwhelmed, anxious, and reunite your sense of purpose and becoming productive and aligned with your vision for a meaningful life. Please reach out to us at coaching at interullc.com for a consultation and for further information on our Inner Me Self-Care Coaching Program. Welcome to the Purple Butterfly Podcast. Today, I am with T. Spice. (laughs) Puts a little jazz on his name. I love it. Thank you for coming in to talk with me today. I appreciate it. It's very nice to meet you. So tell us who you are, what you do. I I definitely want to hear about this inspiration that you have for 100, oh no, sorry, 1 million. Let me get it right. 1 million, because that's important. Alexa, stop. Alexa wants to be part of the conversation too. And she's not welcome. (laughs) Not right now. So tell us who you are and what you do. Okay, so yeah, my name is Talmadge, Talmadge Spicer. I do go by uh, T-Spice or my coach T-Spice on, you know, the socials. Mm -hmm. And I am on a mission to inspire and empower 1 million people to live a life by design instead of by default, right? And what that looks like, so I, I focus in on building confidence, right? Confidence to be fully expressed, confidence to jump out of your comfort zone and confidence to go after what is calling you, right? We all have or I think a lot of us have a really grand vision for our lives. And what holds us back is the doubts that we inherited from our our situations, our family, our friends, and a lot of projections have been put onto us. And I think that the remedy for that is building a deeper and more meaningful relationship with yourself. So while the end game, the end goal is living a designer lifestyle, whatever that looks like for you, I think a lot of us want financial freedom. We want to travel the world. We want to make a bunch of money, you know, generational wealth, all of these things. That's cool. Um, But I kind of use that as kind of like a bait and switch kind of thing. Like, yeah, you want a mansion? Cool. Now let's meditate, you know, (laughs) like let's meditate to get there. Like, let's get to know you as a person on an individual level. 
and find a way to love you. You know what I'm saying? So the 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 uh, overarching theme of what I do and what I've dedicated my life to is generating more self-love and love for the world around you. I love it. Was there anything that inspired you to get into this mindset coaching for you or? Is there? (laughs) Is there? Yes, there is. Yes. There's always something, right? Yeah, it's a doozy. It's a doozy. So back in 2014, I was leaving school. I went to Fairleigh Dickinson in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. And we call it Fairleigh Ridiculous because the tuition, you know, is crazy. It's a private school. And I left the school 15 credits short of a marketing degree with $150,000 in student loans. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's fairly ridiculous. Yes. So, um, so their hardship program, right? For people that couldn't pay the bill, they were charging me $4,000 a month, right? And I was like, well, that ain't going to work. That's mm-hmm. definitely not going to work with a regular nine to five. You know, there's a cap on how much income you can make. You can work as hard as you want, but they're only going to pay you based on how many hours you work, right? Mm-hmm. So I needed to find something else, being that I couldn't just ignore it, put it off because my grandmother had co-signed on it. So she was on the hook. So if they didn't get me, they were going to get her. I couldn't have that. Right, you know, right. I was perfectly fine. If it was just me, like you get it when I get it, you know? That part. But because, yeah, because uh, Granny Ma was involved. I had to figure something else out and I moved into entrepreneurial space because I was attracted to the uncapped earning potential. I could make as much money as I wanted, as much money as I needed. And aligned myself, I ended up finding myself in an opportunity to open up my first business that moved me from New Jersey to Idaho. And everything was great, you know, and, until it wasn't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Until it wasn't. And, uh, I ended up going through like some really dark times. I had left all of my friends and my family behind and I didn't know how much my identity was built around my environment back home, right? So when I made my uh, then relationship long distance and didn't even have that support, didn't really feel supported by my surroundings and by the people that I was close with, uh, I guess I had to figure out who I was without all of these external you know validations and you know I had to figure out who I was by myself for myself and the process I don't know I don't I don't I guess looking back on it I could say it was a beautiful process but in the moment it definitely wasn't a lot of tears a lot of dark nights and I found myself uh contemplating suicide you know pretty often and one of the major turning points was when I when I found myself on the top of the parking garage next to my office out in Idaho. And I remember walking to the edge and looking over, you know, having contemplated, you know, what I've been contemplating. And I just remember imagining myself falling like, what if I just, you know, this could be it right here, right now. Like, if you're going to do it, this is, this is the time, this is an opportunity. And as I imagined myself falling to the concrete and feeling like the wind and, you know, the weightlessness, I realized that I didn't really want to die. You know, I just wanted a release of pressure. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. I just wanted a, a direction, a meaning, a purpose to go through the trials and tribulations of life. I needed a reason to be here. So 
I decided when I came to the realization that living and staying here is an actual choice because you can choose to die. Like it's a very real option. So if I'm going to choose to be here, if I'm going to choose to be challenged and go through different things and the ups and downs of life, let me do it for a reason, Mm -hmm. right? Let me do it for a purpose. And it didn't happen immediately because I was still working through stories and narratives. You're traditional. You got to get a job, got to do this, got to do that, got to do that. But it came to a point where it's where I realized that if I kept feeding into this, I got to do mentality, then I'm just going to keep doing that. We're creatures of habit. We're going to do what we've always done. And I'm going to keep my momentum going in, a, in that direction. Mm-hmm. And that's not what I wanted. So one day I was just like, you know, forget all my streams of income. You know, and I don't recommend everybody do this. You know, not that everybody would, but. I was like, forget all my streams of income. I'm not doing anything for money that is not aligned with my passion and purpose. I'm going to be a coach, a speaker, and an author. And in that moment, like in a week or so, not it didn't take too long for the doors to open up and to show me exactly how that was going to happen, right? So I had no clue. But mm-hmm. first thing I did was hire a coach. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, I've been committed to being the support that I needed, making the transition from employee, uh, employee mindset to an entrepreneurial mindset. I love and that. that is my story. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I, I love that you said, you know what, I'm going to, I'm basically going to take a chance, right? You're like, you're going to risk it. And I'm going to put all this financial that I could be making to the side because I have a bigger purpose. I feel like a a lot of times, and I've done it myself, where I've left high paying jobs because my mental health was more important than me going to this place every day. And now I can't even function once I get home. And I I think a lot of people don't have that mentality, unfortunately. And so we tend to stay in that, that I'm just going to go to this job because it's making all this money. Mm -hmm. And of course, the more money we have, the more bills we accumulate. And so right. then, you know, sometimes we're stuck, but if you get out of that unstuck mentality, mm-hmm. you know, and have that abundance mentality and just take the risk, you know, and just go for it, you will be in a better place, you know, and I took a very big pay cut and haven't missed a meal, still travel, bills are paid, you know, buy a new pocketbook every year, <laughs> you know, and so all those things that I thought I was no longer going to be able to do. I've started having more access to it and be being able to do more because I thought of myself first and right. foremost. Yeah. Right. I, I think something magical happens when you kind of put yourself in that situation in a sink or swim type mm-hmm. of situation. We feel like because we're feeling so much anxiety now, if we were to do the only, if we was to take away the only thing that we feel is giving us a little bit of security, then we would feel more anxiety. But what really happened or what happened for me was that you show and prove, like you take that energy that you was putting into the thing that wasn't really giving you that feeling of freedom, that feeling of fulfillment, you take that energy and put it towards something that actually will or actually might. And then boom, surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. Now you have both. Now you have security. Mm-hmm. Now you actually have meaningfulness in your life and you, you get to wake up and you get to really enjoy life every single day. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's, it's magical when you give yourself a chance to show up or put yourself in a position I where agree. you you got to show up. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And when you're doing something that is your passion, it's not working. 
Mm-hmm. You're doing what you enjoy, which definitely changes your mindset about getting up every day and going somewhere. For the majority of you know the majority of your day. So yeah, mm-hmm. that mindset is very important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so what do you do for yourself in the midst of so you went through this major change you took this big risk you said that there were some dark days right and but you went through the storm to get to the other side because I, I feel like a lot of times when we have that anxiety and talking to myself too right we like oh I can't do it but we have to push through that anxiety because I always say on the other side of anxiety could be greatness but we won't know if we don't actually go through it, you know? So what it, what did you do or what do you still do to kind of take care of yourself, right? Because I'm, you know me, I'm self-care coach. So self-care is my thing. Like, how do you take care of yourself through everything that you do, everything that you've gone through and future challenges that are going to come up for you? I think that the first couple of things that I really did that made a big difference, I started working out. That's, that's easy. That's, you know, and, and then meditating, meditating, mm-hmm. meditations after my workouts really brought awareness to all of the thoughts that were really constantly going on that I don't really pay attention to. And that's important because I think a lot of the thoughts, if not all of the thoughts, were attached to an emotion as well. So mm-hmm. like as many thoughts are going through my head, I'm also feeling a bunch of things mm-hmm. and just not giving it any of my attention, any of my awareness. And these things needed to be addressed they needed to be sorted out because if you want to be in alignment if you want to be intentional and create your life create a designer lifestyle it's important that the thoughts and the feelings that you're entertaining are you know in alignment with that so uh exercise and meditation i i exercise for my body and for my health but i also i don't hear enough people talk about how exercise helps your brain it helps me through uh, to build my stamina, to build perseverance, to I, I get to witness like what happens to my brain, what happens to my thoughts when it's under pressure and it says, oh no, I want to quit. And then there's another voice that gets to be like, nope, you ain't quit. You already decided. And every time that happens, you kind of rewire your identity. You're telling yourself who you are, but without putting yourself in these tough situations, that you never really get to show yourself what you're capable of, mm-hmm. right? So, so when it comes to exercise, that's what it's really about for me. And the, the last thing that I started doing with exercise is considering like these different voices is when I started feeling resistance. And this is something that I carried through, you know, not just exercise, but doing things for my business. Anything that you know you want and you need to do part of the process, but you're feeling resistance to, I started uh, saying, I love this. Mm. you know I triggered like if I feel that I was like no I love this I love Mm -hmm. this I love this because the result is something that I want so I get to fall in love and tell myself remind myself that I love the process I love the hard times Mm. um if I was to to share with you though the I think most effective thing the the thing that I wish I could have done first you know and and really just cut to the cut to the mustard Mm. is reprogramming my subconscious mind you know so just affirmations and books and different things plant the ideas that you need to have in your head you Mm -hmm. know and right before you go to sleep your brain goes through something called theta mode 
where it's mostly it's most open to suggestions when you listen to things like I am wealthy I am uh, capable I am all of the things I'm consistent I'm all that stuff that's when your brain really absorbs it right before you go to sleep right when you wake up I listen to it you know throughout my sleep really relaxing you got to find the right one though because not all of them you know find the right one for you so don't Mm -hmm. listen to me say this and then go find the first one it's like oh this this is trash yeah some of them some of them might be kind of whack (laughs) but you know find the right one I I like actually I like uh Vibo V-Y-B-O on uh YouTube nice chill hot beat you know I play Mm -hmm. it in the background and uh yeah straight to the to the subconscious mind because it controls 95 percent of your experience yes very true very true i i feel like um part of that too connecting to that is kind of dealing with things that inner child Mm. because you know that's where we really start to learn those beliefs whether they're true or not you know Mm -hmm. in those formative years are where those things start to really come into play and then we just kind of as we get older we kind of just bring them with us and maybe add to them a little bit where we shouldn't, you know? And so like really working on that, in, like you said, the inside, you know, and the meditation and your mindset to really get rid of those unbiased or those biased subconscious thoughts that we have is important. Yeah. Super it's, important. And a lot of our, our inner child could use a hug. You yes. know, a lot, of, a lot of how we operate as adults is, uh, a result of what happened to us from the ages of one to seven right that's Mm -hmm. when the programming gets instilled and I find it so interesting that we live based on meanings and associations that we made when we had no clue what was going on we still don't have no clue what's going on but um, when we really didn't have a handle on what the world was all about we decided that oh this is disrespect this is that this I should feel this way and this is going to make me feel that way regardless of what's best for me this is if this happens I'm automatically going to do this and I'm automatically going to feel that way Mm -hmm. and I think that that gets to be that gets to be um addressed addressed because it, it takes you out of the pilot seat it takes you out of the cockpit of your life and makes you a victim uh you know, resolve your circumstances when it should be the other way around. You should mm-hmm. be able to see things as like, okay, that's funny money. Mm-hmm. And I get to make the best decision for myself regardless. Mm-hmm. You know? I agree. One thing I do with a lot of my, my therapy clients is we go back and we kind of do a timeline from birth, you know, mm-hmm. up to their age that they are. And we stop at all those important times and we give that child a hug. We, we allow that child to understand they were just a child. They did what they knew at the time. You know, we really work on forgiving that child um, because that's important. You have to do, you have to do that work is really important. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Big important. Probably the most important thing. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Henceforth, I'm, I'm, my business is interview clinical services, you know, so we're, we're always working on that inside. You know, because I feel like healing starts from within. Got to heal the inside and let it shine on the outside. So thank you for showing up for the people we need. Exactly. I celebrate you. (laughs) All that. Yes, indeed. So how are we, or how are you, right? I'm putting myself into it. How are you you going to get, 
out your message of healing for these 1 million people? Like, how do you plan to do that actual work? Right, right. So, you know, my mission uh, to impact 1 million people is going really well. I'm impacting over 85,000 people right now through social media, um, TikTok, Instagram, mm -hmm. Facebook, YouTube, my coach T Spice. I have a podcast as well. You're mm -hmm. welcome to come. We should have that conversation. Yes. Uh, the Mindful Money Makers podcast, Facebook groups, uh, in-person events. I did. I just did a workshop in Tulum, Mexico, last uh, last December. Mm -hmm. So you know all of the ways, any of the ways uh, that I can get in front of people and remind you that you're loved, that you're protected. I'm here for it, but um, I think one of the most impactful ways in which I can help transform someone's life, and by the way, my goal this year is to impact one person so deeply that their family feels the ripple effects of our interaction for three generations. I love that. Right? Mm -hmm. And the way that I'm going to go about doing that is through one-on-one -on -one coaching, mm -hmm. you know, one-on-one -on -one coaching focused on developing confidence, but it's not what I think most people think confidence is. I think confidence is put on this pedestal as like, well, you should believe in yourself and you should just know that you're going to accomplish anything that you put your mind to. And if you could see it in your mind, you could hold it in your hand. And yes, all of that is true. Mm -hmm. But what about what builds confidence? Is it just knowing, uh, pretending that you know something that you don't know that you've never experienced? Or... Is there a courage element that needs to happen first, a faith element, a clarity element? So I focus on developing clarity. What is it that we want to create? What are we manifesting, right? How does it feel to have had that, to have that in your life? Can you generate that feeling? Can you embody that? Mm -hmm. Can we get consistent? Can we take consistent action towards that goal? Can you consistently be aligned with that vision? And do you have the courage right? To step out of your comfort zone, to come on a podcast, to get on camera, to right. show yourself, to, to expose yourself on social media mm -hmm. in, in, a, in an appropriate way. Um, and, and what I find is that with these three elements, you know, you, uh, you, you stretch yourself, you set the bar higher every single time. And every single time you're going to get one of two results. You're going to get a blessing or you're going to get a lesson. Right. Facts. You either you know, say you either achieve your goal or you learn how you can better achieve your goal on your next try. Either way you win. And to me, that is that's confidence. Mm -hmm. I don't think people understand the fact that sometimes you you are not going to win every time, but they take that loss, that rejection, and then they run with it instead mm -hmm. of revamping, revisiting, and reworking it to do it again and do it a little bit differently. I feel like people would say, oh, that's it, a loss, I'm done. I don't even wanna try again. And I feel like that's one of our biggest mistakes is that we don't we don't revamp, retry, refocus, reset. We don't do those things. Um, so I think that's very important. And the fact about stepping out of your comfort zone, a lot of people don't wanna do that. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's very hard because I feel like we get into this state of comfort is even if it's distress we're comfortable with that because it's all we know and doing something different that might be happy you know for whatever intents and purpose happy means um you don't know that 
And so you don't want that because it's not, it's out of, it's just out of your world in your mind, you know? So I feel like that stepping out of the comfort zone is really difficult for a lot of people. Right. I, I think that there's a reframe there that gets to happen. I, I think that a lot of us were always like right behind the eight ball, you know, mm-hmm. especially in our community. Like there's always, it, we say it all the time, it's always something, right? <laughs> it's always something. So when there's a loss that happens, we identify with it. You know, we like, yeah, that's life. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Go figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course I was gonna have, of course I was gonna lose. I'm a loser, you know, and maybe we don't say that consciously, but I think that there is a subconscious narrative that says, mm-hmm. hey, you can't win. Like the game is rigged against you. Mm-hmm. And it has been, you know, it has mm-hmm. been. And and you get to win anyway right you get to win anyway because the power has never been outside of you for real the power has always been inside we've just been looking externally for the answers when the answer is within mm-hmm. right there is there's a reframe actually that i have around your comfort zone because i find it interesting that the only time we talk about a comfort zone is when we need to get out of it yes. <laughs> right so it's like is it really comfortable? Mm-hmm. Are you really comfortable there? Because I, I realize a lot of people aren't comfortable in yeah. their comfort zone. It might be familiar. Mm-hmm. It's a familiar zone, but you're not comfortable there. So, you know, you need to do something, right? And I think that that reframe kind of puts that front and center that I can't stay here. Like this ain't it. Mm-hmm. You know, we call it a comfort zone and that kind of gives it the, the implication that you can just stay there and relax it's not comfortable it's familiar that's your familiar zone I agree I agree and and we tend to stay in that because like you said it's familiar it's what we know I always say if you have a headache right most people are going to do something about that you're not just going to stay all day with a headache you're going to take some aspirin you're going to take a nap you're going to drink some water you're going to do something because it doesn't feel good you don't just sit with it and just be like, well, this is it. I just have a headache and I'm just gonna let it ride out for the day, see what happens. You know, and so I feel like it's the same thing with what you were saying. Like we get into that comfort zone, right? And we just, we just sit in it, even though it doesn't feel good. Right. Yeah, I agree. And just not having that awareness that there is something out there. I think that's a big thing too, is one is that there are other options is a realization that we need to come to. And then two is, even if you don't know how, that there is a way to get there to the other options, right? I think with those two beliefs, you can be on your way. Like you're not gonna have steps one through 10, but if you have steps one through two or two, one to three, you is gonna take some courage to just take those three steps, you know, and then at that time, four or five, six will open up to you. And we just need to have that faith and that courage mm-hmm. to move in that direction. Mm-hmm. Just got to take that first step. That's it. You may not see what's at the top of those stairs, but just take the first step and go from That's there. Right. Yes, mm-hmm. indeed. Definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what's next for you, T-Spice? What, what's on your agenda next? I'm blowing up. I actually so what's next I am I'm actually I had such a good time in Mexico that I do plan on traveling and meeting more of the people in my audience in person I'm so excited about that you know the retreat was super healing a lot of meditation a lot of breathing a lot of vulnerability you know 
letting the, the things come up, letting them be acknowledged and addressed and embraced and not always resisted so much. You know, I think that that's huge. Shout out to Saturn Retreats, who's going to, you know, really be the main reason why that's even possible. I'm super excited about that. And um, I'm looking forward to the end of this month. I'm actually going to be meeting with David Meltzer, uh, who is, you know, one of the celebrities in, in this industry and in, uh, personal development who's interviewed people like Bob Proctor and, you know, uh, Ray Lewis and Gary V, all of the people, you know, so I'm really excited to, you know, step into that arena and build yeah. that relationship and ha have the, you know, have that collaboration. Um, but more immediately, I, I do want to support more people with my accountability group. Right. So my accountability group is a community, a tribe of people, particularly black entrepreneurs who want to be held accountable, want to create more consistency in their life. And I also offer mindset support along with it. You know, so we'll meet once every every week on Friday at 3.30 Pacific time, 5.30 Central time, 6.30 uh, Eastern time. And I have a workshop that we go through that helps you get everything that you'd want to do out of your head onto a piece of paper and eventually onto uh, a calendar with uh, prioritized events. So you can actually focus your energy and attention to the things that are going to make a difference instead of feeling like we need to do all of the things. I know I felt like I needed to do all the things, wake up 4.30 a.m. or you know, meditate, 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 read 17 books a day. And that's what they'll tell you if you go to YouTube, right? And I find that it's more so about finding what's right for you. But without the support, the anxiety can raise and feeling like if I'm not doing the things then I'm not gonna be successful, I'm not successful. You know, and I, I, I've been there. So I know that that's a hard place to be. So I would really love for people to look into Camp Consistency and joining us where we actually check in on you every single day. What's your intentions for the day? You know, how did you, how did you do at the end of the day? Was you, and not, you know, what's 45 intentions? That, what are three things that you want to do today? Let's make it, keep it simple, you know? Right, and be realistic with it. You right. can't read 17 books in a day. But again, people will tell you, you got to do all these things. But realistically, is it even possible? Right, right. Mm -hmm. And and so the key is, right, the key is to have a, a body of work that you can look back on and mm -hmm. say, look, I knocked this out the park. You know, I did really well. I am successful. I think that shifting that identity that you have about yourself from, oh, this is hard. Oh, I'll never be able to do it. Oh, I'm just not, I'm inconsistent. Those things that you say because you believe, we get to say, well, that ain't, that ain't true. Look, exactly. you knock this out of you doing three out of threes every day. Mm -hmm. So now what, what more would you like to do now that you know that you're successful and that is your foundation, what more would you like to do? That's the idea behind camp consistency. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So how can uh, individuals get connected with your camp? With my what? With the camp. Like if I want to join the, the accountability group, how do I get connected with that? Uh, we're at campconsistency.com. Okay. Campconsistency.com. All right. Yeah. We'll write that down because I definitely yeah. will be passing that information on to some of my clients. <laughs> I love it. Yeah.
All right, I love it. Canticity.com. All right. And hey, for, for anybody that actually, what is it? I just changed it. Let me think. Um, uh oh. Hmm. So here's the thing. Anybody on, you know, that's watching this right now, anybody that's connected to you, I'm going to make sure that they get enrolled with a special deal. Okay. Right? There is an there is an investment involved. Mm-hmm. Right. But I want to offer a special deal. I want to have a one-on-one chat with anybody who is hearing my voice right now. And I want to see first, I want to make sure if you're a good fit, right? Because the tribe is such such a quality tribe that we want to make sure that everybody is contributing and that when things get rough, which they inevitably will, mm-hmm. that you know, you're not going to turn tail, that you're not going to run, mm-hmm. that you're not going to be Come a out. toxic, <laughs> you know. And, and I don't think that you will be. I think that anybody, I, I believe that your vibe attracts your tribe. Mm-hmm. I also believe that it's important to make the connection and make a, a one-on-one relationship happen. So we'll start off with an application and then, we, and I'll drop the link. I don't, it's not as easy as campconsistency.com, but I'll drop the link. We'll okay. schedule a quick 30 minute talk to, to talk details. And if you do register that, I'm going to give you a, a special deal, a special discount. I love it. Thank you. That is awesome amazing I love it (laughs) I love it so I always ask everyone what would be one piece of advice you would have given to your younger self my younger self uh, my younger self needed to know I think he needed to know and my older self myself now still needs to be reminded that everything is going to be okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that when asked that question, a lot of people are like, yo, do this differently or just do this earlier, do that. And it's just like, for me, it's like, slow down and recognize what's going on because the experiences that you have are unique and they're meaningful and they deserve to be celebrated, acknowledged. You're the only one that gets to have this experience exactly how you're having it, right? And it's for a reason. Mm -hmm. So I I would steer away from, you know, doing things different and do more, do all this. It's more about remind yourself that you are loved, that you are protected, that you are guided, that you're on a journey, you know, and to, to enjoy it, you know, to really embody it, to embrace it, to be in it, to not always try to fix it, you know, all of this, all of the things, you know, Mm -hmm. try to fix it, trying to change it, trying to control it. I wish I could have just released and just allowed myself to channel and express the way, you know, source was, was intended, Mm -hmm. which is what was going to happen anyway. So it's just Mm -hmm. like, yo, just right just go with it right yeah (laughs) I love that you said not not wanting to change things I always say you know people be like oh if you could go back to high school I wouldn't change a thing about my life because all those experiences made me who I am Mm -hmm. what I maybe had maybe a little bit more money or something or you know (laughs) maybe a better car like those you know insignificant external things maybe I would have added a little more But as far as the life experiences, the challenges, the ups, the downs, whatever those things in life have happened to me, 
wouldn't change those because I wouldn't be who I am. You know, and I, I love who I am. I, I wouldn't be here, you know, being Danielle, if it wasn't for all those series of events, because one thing changed, the trajectory of everything else can now change. Right. Mm -hmm. I love who you are too. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. All right, we so we're probably going to be having this conversation if, if things were different. Exactly. Just I always say that one thing instead of going to the left, if you took that right, things could totally be different for you in a good way, a bad way, whatever the case, you still might not be who you are today. Right. And yeah, something so else is coming up for me as you saying that um, is that, yes, 100 percent, that's true. And uh, due to my lack of ability to actually go back in the past and change anything, I'm thinking of what's the most beneficial mindset that I could have? What's the most beneficial relationship that I could have in the present moment mm -hmm. about my past? And I think letting go of regret for the past gives me confidence for the present, right? To mm -hmm. move forward because I think regret is one of the biggest things that that's where self-doubt lives because mm -hmm. you're constantly thinking back, well, things didn't go right then. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I need to be really vigilant and really careful. And I'm not saying be careless, be carefree, um, but be confident, be confident that you don't know everything and that things are going to, they're exactly. going to transpire how they transpire. You're going to do your best to make the best decision for yourself. And that's something that, that benefits me now is having that perspective that, yeah. Woulda, coulda, shoulda, yeah. Woulda, coulda did a whole bunch of things differently. But yeah. unfortunately or unfortunately, however you want to think about it, right? It, it played out how it played out. And so I, I, was, I always say people who overthink, you know, past things is because you wanted them to be different instead of accepting it for how it was and being okay with it and having like that radical acceptance. Like, yeah, it might've sucked, right? It wasn't good. It didn't feel good in that moment, but it happened. And now how do I use that again to revamp, reset, recharge, do something different? you know, and keep moving forward. I'll always constantly worrying about, oh, you know, back when I was 16, I should have, you right. know, did X, Y, Z. 16 was a long, long time ago, you know? That's and so right. I can't change that. And I have to accept it and keep moving forward. That's a fact. What I, what I tell people that I work with, I say, stop shitting all over yourself. <laughs> stop shitting all over yourself. Yeah. And, and another thing that's coming up, I, I love this conversation because you have, you bringing up so much stuff with me. Um, but another thing that's coming up is from a, a mentor that I had, Chevy, when things got particularly challenging, right? He would always say two words. He would say, uh, he would say, get excited. And I remember being on the side of the road one time, trying to get to the office or trying to get to the field. And my, my car had broke down. I'm calling him like, Chef, what am I doing? My car is on the road, man. I can't, I can't drive, I can't get there. He's like, get excited. I'm like, no, Chef, no. I'm not getting excited about this. This sucks. Like, I don't even know um, what that means when my car broke down. <laughs> yeah, but what I what I learned is what, how that helped me was it changed my uh, reaction and it changed my relationship with challenge. 
it's not about getting excited that you're in a sticky situation. It's about getting excited about the opportunity to grow from it. It's about, you know, what's on the other side, depending on your attitude during it, right? So if you get excited, like, oh yeah, yeah, actually I was, and now I just say it all the time. Like it's imprinted in my mind. I was just on live right before we started talking mm -hmm. and the microphone was muted <laughs> for mad long. I was like, when I realized it, I hit the microphone. The first thing I said was, oh, I was muted for mad long. Get excited. <laughs> so that's, I think that might be helpful. It was helpful for me. So if, if you're facing challenges, one, you could say, I love this. I love this for the process and get excited for, you know, challenges for the growth. Mm -hmm. That is one of my biggest takeaways from our conversation today is I love this. You know, when it's something that's a challenge, it's just because it's all about your mindset. It really mm -hmm. is. And I, I say it always starts in your minds. And right. what you put up here mm -hmm. is going to outflow into everything else. So, yes, definitely. I'm taking that. I'm, I'm running with goes, it. Your body will follow. Exactly. So I'm stealing it from you. It's mine now. It's all yours. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. One last question. Tell us what you do outside of work that you are passionate about. What what does T-Spice do that's not work-related passion? That's, that's probably the hardest question because I'm really engulfed and embodied as a coach. Um, I feel like I eat, sleep, and dream about this stuff. Mm -hmm. But what is, I have a I have a guitar back there that I need to start learning how to play. I guess maybe that's not good enough. I need to, what do I do? I, uh, I freestyle. Okay. <laughs> I freestyle rap sometimes. I like, I like kicking it with friends. I, I love, you know, when people go out, they like to go to clubs and, you know, all different types of things. I, first of all, I love new experiences. I love being in nature. So I love hiking and, mm -hmm you know, meditation and stuff like that, but also love like kickbacks. I'm actually having a, a game night tomorrow night. Mm -hmm. So outside of work, that's how I, I kick back and I relax. Yeah, I love a good game night. Like, let's get the spades going. <laughs> mm, you ain't ready. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> get the dominoes out. Let's go. <laughs> yes, indeed. So nothing better than a good old game night. That's for mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. That's a fact. Awesome. Thank you so much for this conversation. It has been amazing. I so appreciate you for coming on and having this convo with me. I have some great takeaways. So thank you so very much. Um, remind us one more time how we can find you on social media. Let's do it. I'm my coach T Spice everywhere. TikTok, Instagram. I don't know if you could. I'm Talmadge Spicer on uh, Facebook mm -hmm. and YouTube. And the podcast is the Mindful Money Makers podcast. Okay, great. We're looking out. So I already follow you on Instagram and Facebook. So I'm definitely going to, I'm getting used to TikTok. I'm not really 100% like there. My mind, uh, I enjoy watching everyone else, but it's like my mind can't figure out how to be that creative. So I'm working on it though. <laughs> yes, indeed. It's, it's a process. <laughs> I'm here for it. So definitely we'll follow you on there as well. Appreciate you. Thank any you for closing me. words or anything you want to say? I love you. 
Love you as well. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right. <laughs> awesome. Thank you again. Thank you. Thank you for listening and a big thank you to my guests. Please stay connected with me on social media. You can find me on both Instagram and Facebook at NRU Clinical Services LLC and on TikTok at NRU LLC. Until next time, stay safe, stay well, and take care of you.